On this week's episode, Austin and Tim travel back in time to November 22nd, 1963, the day President Kennedy was assassinated. Instead of saving the president, they spend the day visiting several movie theaters to watch six movies. James Garner and Lee Remerick in the romantic comedy Wheeler Dealers. Roger Corman's X, The Man with X-Ray Eyes. The Walt Disney animal film, The Incredible Journey. Jack Levin in a screwball sex farce, Under the Yum Yum Tree. Peter Sellers in a British social satire, Heavens Above, and ending the evening with Jack Lemmon and Shirley MacLaine in Billy Wilder's outrageous comedy, Irma La Douce. Cats, dogs, sexy stockbrokers, sleazy landlords, radical priests, sex workers, eye gouging. It's all coming up next, here on Film Geek Time Machine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Film Geek Time Machine. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. Oh, Austin. Austin, I'm sorry. The president's been shot. Oh, no! Well, let's go see some movies. Yay! <laughs> Who are you? I'm Tim. What's your last name? I'm... 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 <laughs> I'm Tim Kaiser. I have just shot the president. <laughs> no, <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. Yes. I framed a different guy. <laughs> and this is Film Geek Time Machine, where I'm Austin, and I have a time machine, and what do I do with a time machine? I'm a film geek, so I'm going to go back in time, usually to random dates. We did it this time. No. But as a matter of fact, uh, this is the fourth one. No random dates yet. <laughs> <laughs> November 22nd, 1963 is the day that we're going to time travel to. Not to save the president, but we're going to watch a bunch of movies in Minneapolis. So we're going to see yes. six movies. And we looked at the newspaper from newspapers.com, and then we checked out the listings and timed out how we were going to see the movies, noon, two, whatever. And we each picked about three movies apiece, and I'll tell you what they're going to be. But anyways, first, yes, we did pick November 22nd, 1963, because we just thought it would be funny, I guess. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I guess. Now, here's the thing. What we didn't do is yeah. we didn't decide to actually travel to Dallas. No, we went to... Uh, we might have to try yeah, to... Yes. I wonder if that's a thing we could build into the time machine, and maybe we'll try it at a later time this season. Oh. We go to a different city. You just telegraphed the shit out of that. Shut the hell! No! That, that's... I'm just... It's an idea! We'll see if it happens! <laughs> yeah, oh, and I just want to clear one thing, too, so... As you may have noticed, my last name is Kennedy. I have no relation to the president. Oh my God, your so, last name's Kennedy? Yeah. I shot you. I shot your <laughs> uncle. I, it's funny. I actually. I really hope the president doesn't get shot between the time that we're recording this and we release the episode. I actually. I'm going to make a lot of dead president jokes. I actually have. I actually have a, an uncle John, John Kennedy. I do, and he's still John, alive. Well, he is still alive and living in Las Vegas. So yeah. John Kennedy's still alive. He's still alive. Living oh in Las my Vegas. God, everything's a fucking conspiracy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So for the time. 
time period, let's go into the time period and talk about the music and TV shows that were out at the time, just so you get an idea of the vibe, besides the president being shot. A lot of these I don't, I bet you if I heard, I would probably remember, but a lot, the, the number one is leaving it up to you, <laughs> Dale and Grace. I don't, I, I, I think here's the thing. I'm sure if we the heard The name it. of the song makes me think, okay, I've heard it before, I just didn't know who the hell sang Right, right. Um, the one I recognize on here is Sugar Shack. I, I know that Sugar song. Shack. Well, there's also one called Deep Purple. Deep Purple. Not the, the band, band Deep Purple. Right. A different people who made a song called Deep Purple. Nino Temple and April Stevens. The band from. She's a Fool by Leslie Gore. There's some. Uh, there's some Elvis. The uh, Bossa Nova Baby. Oh yeah. Like Dominique that. the Singing Nun. That was a. That is that one was, of the yeah. foreign language number ones. We, we should go back in 65 and see the movie Singing Nun with Debbie Reynolds, because I've never seen it. So Okay, it's, maybe. It's if about... We, if, if, it's, if it's an option, maybe we'll it. Watch might it might be. Um, Rick Nelson, Fools Rush In, Roy Orbison, Mean Woman Blues, The Beach Boys, Be True to Your School. Wow, 63? I feel like I should have known... Chubby Checker is on there, I'm apparently yeah. tired, because I just yawned on how excited <laughs> I am all these... Awesome songs. Connie Francis, The Angels, Ray Charles, Busted, Marvin cool. Gaye, Can I Get a Witness? That's early Marvin Gaye. This is the early that's 60s. Very, that's yeah. early Marvin Gaye. Way before... Uh... Before he got shot by his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Witchcraft by Elvis Presley. I don't know if I've... No, I know the Frank Sinatra song, Witchcraft. I'm sure that's a cover of it. Oh, Louie Louie by the Kingsmen. I know. Witchcraft is relatively... I know Louie Louie. That's pretty much what the music was like. And then the TV shows we got... I got the listings of all the channels this time, so I'm looking at what was out. Like in well, the morning, we have I Love Lucy was off the air by that point. Right, right. So this was like that was in the morning. So these are like syndicated oh, oh, stuff. Oh, I see. Oh, this is the way they used to do TV listings. So yeah. the primes they got Twilight Zone, Route 66, Alfred Hitchcock Hour, um, Bob Hope. Wait, Jack Parr program. These are the wrong channel. You're on a wrong place. Yeah, because Channel WBAP? Five, BAP, NBC, NBC is Channel Even. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's just what what it says. Oh, it's the listed in the Dallas Morning News. So oh, this these is, are the Dallas. But it's still it's still the same. No, no, yeah, thing. mostly yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna have some similarities. Yeah. So well, you're right. Cartoons. I told, I, as I said, we should have just fucking gone to Dallas. <laughs> Supercar. Now that was. I don't know if you know what Supercar is. Do you remember? You know what Thunderbirds is? I oh, that's one of those marionette shows. Yeah, it was, okay. I think it was the first one, either the first or second. Okay. one. Okay, Supercar. And that was before they did Fireball and then Stingray. And I actually am a big fan of those. They made two feature films of the Thunderbirds. Yeah. That'd be another thing to go if back they, in time. If they show up in America? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they went to America cinemas. So that'd be like Child Mat Saturday Matinees or something. So that'd be I think that'd be I watched cool. a thing recently about how much those feature films failed. Oh yeah, Ab like crazy. Absolutely, <laughs> they were not. They were not huge. All right, so um, this is what was playing in the cinema. So um, I'm not going to tell you what we chose yet but these are the ones we didn't see there's 20,000 leagues under the sea was already almost 10 years old but it was it. everywhere yeah i i watched that a bunch of times when i was a kid yeah and i and i just watched it recently and it, it holds up i think it's yeah. it's pretty good it's got school case tentacle monster yeah yeah, yeah the, it's, it's essentially 50s tentacle porn there's a <laughs> at the at, at the drive-ins oh there was some drive-ins so we didn't go but the Young Swingers, Thunder Island, Disembodied. Oh, there's The Fly, Daughter of Dr. Jekyll. Oh, OG Fly, cool. Some of these B-movies. Merrill's Marauders, Camp on Blood Island. Okay. Um, Cleopatra, we could have saw. We could have. Um, we would have we sucked up oh, the whole fucking thing. I don't day. know if you remember. My, uh, and my, it would have sucked. My fiasco book, you know, the the bombs that the chase yes. was in, that Cleopatra was also in. Yes. Yeah. I um, think it's just, that movie is, like, really long. It is. It's, like, almost four hours. It's and like I think it's boring as 
flopped. Have you seen it? I don't think so. It's actually, uh, it's not bad. I mean, I, I actually, I didn't think okay. it was boring. No, it's it's, it's weird. Um, Cinerama you'll, you'll was sit through anything. I will. <laughs> How the West was won. Bye bye Birdie, which we both wouldn't objected to because we no. both like that movie. How the West would have won. Also, would have been great. That was yeah. I've seen that too. Her bikini never got wet. There was two Bob that's Hope French. movies around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's French. First, movie. all French cutie. <laughs> there was another French one that we looked into, but then we ended yep. up not seeing it. Oh, is this one the con the conjugal bed? Yep. There Second two, week. There was two Debbie Reynolds movies. One of them being Mary Mary. We didn't see two Debbie Reynolds movies. We saw two movies by a different person. Yeah. There's a John Wayne movie, McClintock, which the poster of him spanking Marino Hera yeah. on, on the poster. Yeah, there were a lot of movies we could have seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly been fine. We, we kind of struggled with this one because there was a sneak preview. Um, before one of the movies that we went to go see, but it didn't work out with the time, and we found out. I did some research, and the and the movie would have research by showing up and yeah, seeing what, what the, people the, that were talking about when they left. That's Austin. right. That's how we researched. Fun it. and Acapulco was the Elvis Presley yeah. movie. Would so we could have yeah. saw Is that. It early, it's pretty early Elvis, right? Or uh, mid, mid, middle of the Elvis era. I, I I think it was at the beginning of his peak. I think, but okay. he was already like Love Me Tender was in fifty six. I think. Really? Yeah. So and Jesus Christ. and Jailhouse Rock you're, was like fifty seven, fifty eight. Yeah, the Iron Movie yeah. Star. <laughs> well, I don't even think he was the main star in Love Me Tender, but he was just the draw to that yeah. movie. But the six movies we did go see. So it's funny. There was a movie called The Wheeler Dealers, and we looked at that and like the poster, and it's James Garner in his boxers. The poster is a vicious lie. Right. And the movie is nothing. To well, like and that we part. were looking at that, and we were just like, I have no desire to see that movie. So then we picked five other movies. And well, then we lo- well, we ended up seeing that movie, <laughs> right? Because we looked at the times, and that was the only movie that was showing at ten. So we either saw five movies or watched six movies and watched this movie. So then yeah. we because we, I, mean, I want to watch whatever. as many movies as possible. I, I don't hate James Garner, no, and I don't hate no, I don't, I don't, I don't hate Leah Remick, no, no, not at all, and I definitely don't hate John Ashton. So the no. We- <laughs> no, John Ashton, yeah. the Wheeler Dealers was the first movie that we saw. Uh, second movie was X, the Man with X-Ray Eyes. Roger Corman, sci-fi B-movie. Yep. Um, the Incredible Journey, the nature Disney film that was later remade into Homeward Bound, which I've actually never seen the remake. I have not. I think, here's the thing, I'm pretty sure I've only ever seen this one one time. Yeah, I've so seen while, this. At least a, sometime. I watched I this all the time when I was a kid. I don't so. think I ever saw this. No, I never did There's either. A sequel to the remake. There yeah. is, there is, and then that director ended up wanting to do Snakes on a Plane, but uh, that's another story. Okay, so, well, maybe that's I another story. Snakes on a Plane is spectacularly <laughs> enjoyable. Under the Yum Yum Tree, the first Jack Lemon of two that we saw. Heavens Above, which is a Peter Sellers British satire, and British. then British. And then Irma LaDuce, which is a Billy Wilder film, reuniting also, re, also Jack Lemon, reuniting uh, the, um, Billy Wilder. Who did the apartment with Jack Lemon and Shirley MacLaine? They're all kind of reunited yep. and did this movie together. So that's what we saw. So let's go to our first movie, which is The Wheeler Dealers. Let me click on this. I, I'm going to have to look at my notes because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't remember much about this movie. You know what's this funny? Is a super not memorable movie. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this right now. Out of all six of the movies, this is the least memorable one, but I don't think it's my least favorite because. I thought it was uh, kind of a joke. Yeah, it's probably not my least favorite. Uh, it's okay. It's gonna be a toss-up. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's a there's a version of me. There's a mood that I could be in where this movie would piss me off. Maybe. Okay. 
I didn't care enough about it. To get <laughs> Similar to like when I got really mad about uh, Vice Squad, Club, yeah, and you didn't give a shit enough that you. And I'm like, I apparently just got pissed at it. <laughs> this one, I'm like, I didn't know, I didn't understand half the shit they were talking about. Sometimes, me too, me too, and me I'm too. I'm like, because it has like all this financial, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? So it's weird, it, it, yeah, because I felt the same way. So James Garner plays a uh, oil man, and it has like a neat kind of well. It, I'll say this about the movie. The cinematography is really great. It's uh, shot super widescreen. super widescreen. And, and really bright color. It, yeah. looks, it looks really and actually, nice. I think everybody in it is really good in the movie. I think so, too. I just didn't care. I didn't know. I didn't care what the fucking movie was watching the movie. I, I had, like, a mild smile on my face through most of it. I'm like, yeah, this is fine. So it's hard ranking. This is going to be a hard ranking. <laughs> so he, he is a, um, a, an oil man, but... His oil wells have dried up, and it's kind of funny because when they he show never the, had oil wells, he's well, been digging. And he never found well, any fucking when oil. show the oil is going, and all of a sudden you hear this sort of like a fart yeah. sound, and it's like, oh, the, your, your wells are dried yeah, it up. It was a very attempt at comedy fart sound. <laughs> so then they have the the title, which has this great kind of really crazy. Um, energetic musical oh, number. I like the, I like the song. Opening that title, was yeah. By the Christy Mistral. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And I'm like, oh, this song's pretty cool. Yeah, and it started up, and I was like, wow, this is like a bright, energetic film. And it was a good way to like wake up in the morning and see this movie at 10 a.m. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we're introduced to Lee. Rem- I can't. Remember. Oh, yeah, Lee Remick. Yes, she is. Um, now sh- she plays a stockbroker working, and she's trying to like make her way. But you know, they have... she's like a token female that they hired. In right, right. And she's actually really good at her job. She's pretty, yeah. And they were planning on just like hiring her and just like kind yeah, of. They were they're basically looking for an excuse to can her ass. Yes, but she keeps not sucking. Right, okay. right, right. And Jim Backus is her boss. Yeah, and he's pretty good in the movie. Yeah, actually, well, everybody in this movie is weirdly good. Even the right. There's like three rich guys. Who, they are awesome. They're funny. Yeah, but I also hate them because they're pieces of shit. And one of them is Phil Harris on the bo- voice of Baloo the bear. Oh, so really? Hear, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then Chill Wills is the other, the other guy. You know, the voice of Mister Ed or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. That's probably why they're so good at the role that they're doing. So yeah, they're they're kind of rich Southerns that you know are friends with James Garner, and they kind of oh whatever James Garner's into, I'm going to we're going to invest in because. Yes, just, well, they just follow the money. Like makes money and everything, except for they literally started the whole movie out with a. Where he's scene not where making he was, money. Where he was failing and making money, yeah. and I'm like, mm, I'm confused. <laughs> well, James Garner comes in, and he always has like a, some kind of angle or something, and immediately when he sees Lee Remerick when they like interviews her, because they're like they assign his boss, uh, they assign her to James Garner to try to you know get some stocks or whatever yes. like that. Immediately, he's just like, "Whoa, who's this hot chick? I'm gonna." But yeah, but. It's funny because he's he never like actually physically advances on not her. really no but it's, he's it is it is different you know because it's a movie yeah at like the halfway at like the halfway yeah, 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 mark yeah. I'm like they're gonna end up together even though she fucking hates him I know they're gonna end up together <laughs> okay but whatever. well she is not interested at all where uh, seemingly well actually when she every, sees every other woman who sees him is super actually when she sees him fucking James Garner he's attractive well dude. when she does see him she does she is like yeah oh. But she, then she gets a hold of herself and be like, nope, I'm not going to like him. She expected a dirty cowboy. Yeah, and as soon as she saw him, she was like, I mean, her first reaction when she sees him was like, oh, he's he's a hottie, you know. I really liked her roommate. She was, I think, really fun in the movie. Rem- you don't even remember? I think I, I'm having a hard time remembering the roommate. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I, I think I you're liked not her. wrong. I think I kind of liked her. No, I liked her too. But I think your character kind of went away after a while It did, it did. But he like... 
tries to like show her like how awesome he is by like she's like oh i like this fancy restaurant he's like oh i'm gonna buy it for you and he buys the restaurant he and didn't say that then it no was but he like just a buys surprise. it was a surprise but he it's just like <laughs> actually there's a bunch of times where this where they haven't talked to each other for a few days yeah yeah, yeah. and then the next time they she sees him he she, she's like he brings her back to the yeah, restaurant yeah. the restaurant's different well she thought he disappeared and all of a sudden he's like oh no no i that's yeah, yeah, i bought yeah. this restaurant and let me have that steak burnt, you know. So yeah, that's like uh, that was like we're supposed to like him. He's like a he's a he's a well done steak monster. Okay? <laughs> and then, uh, but the, you know, so it goes back and forth. Uh, she's trying to woo her, but also he's just trying to get some money. I also love the the kind of the running joke when they show the three men in a business meeting. And then he calls on the phone. He's like, okay, let's go here. And the camera tilts. I mean, are like, they in a business meeting? They're, they, it looks know. like they're in a sauna or something. Right, right, right. And then he reveals they're on a plane. Right, right, right. Well, well plane they're having that, a meeting. That seems to be one of those planes that just never lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're always in the air. And he's like, hey, can you get on the camera tilts? Like, oh, they're on a plane. They're ready for the apocalypse, Austin. I they're thought, always flying. I thought that was a funny gag. That was like three or four times. It's funny. This is one of those movies, the more I think about, the more I like it. It's um, I'm I'm torn about this. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I'm very torn. And so yes, there's so I don't understand anything about stock market personally. Well, like, I'm, thing, I thought this movie is a western. Oh, it looks okay. like it's going to be a yeah, western. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, poster yeah. has a yeah, big yeah. cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> he's from Texas. The poster has like a big cowboy hat. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a drawing. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's a yeah, western. It does. And then, uh, nope. It starts right off. I'm like, oil. Yeah, this isn't a western. And then I'm like, oh, it's just gonna be like a modern western. Not really. No, <laughs> not at all. Takes place in New York. It does. <laughs> well, it's uh, it, it, sometimes it's like a fish out of water thing, a little bit. Kind of. And then, well, then there's this whole thing with widgets where you know, like, hey, let's invest in these widgets. And that so, was when I started losing exactly my, so uh, the, knowledge of what the fuck was happening. All in this movie. of that stuff <laughs> for me is kind of like. It's just there to drive the plot around just to have some kind of, I think, semi-charming scenes between Lee Remick and James Garner because I do think they had a little bit of chemistry in there. Yeah, they did. They and, actually did. And, and I, I even like the right scene. away that I'm like, I think they may actually not hate each other well, for reasons that he's a good-looking dude and she's a hot 22-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that one scene when they're in the hotel and they... She's like, okay, let's get separate rooms, but then they, they're on the same floor and then she's like, oh, we share a bathroom... Uh, nope, you're sleeping in the car. And then, yeah. But he seems, he's not pissed about it. He's like, he's like, I understand. Yeah. And so, but I, some of that I is him hate. playing up the Texas thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's revealed later on that he's, that he's really... actually from Boston. Yeah. Although, was that real? That was also possibly a lie because <laughs> when she been. says it yeah. to him, he doesn't get, he doesn't get surprised no. that she found out. He mostly just seems confused and i'm like is that because it was like a person who told her right or something yeah it was the artist guy who actually i liked him oh yeah that guy was cool okay so the artist guy this is so funny i forgot I, about the artist guy no, no, right now i was so this artist guy is was um her kind of former boyfriend or whatever like that and or someone she was kind of seeing like on, that yeah. the, the, he's played by elliot reed and it's really funny because i was just re-listening to some of our episodes during the gentleman preferred blondes episode Elliot Reed is the private investigator going after Jane Russell in the movie. Jane Russell's love really? interest. Yes. And Boy, he looks different. It was funny. On that episode, I go, Elliot Reed, I, I don't really know. I've never seen him in anything else before. And I'm like, oh, well, here he oh, is. He's one of those people. Uh, behind the scenes thing, Austin has this magical file. Yeah. It is a list of all the actors yeah. that we have seen 
in more than one film. Yeah, yeah. And now he's in that <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, we do have um, someone that has, I think, reached six or seven movies, and he's in the next movie, and I'll talk about that. Yes. And, uh, okay, I really did like James Garner in this movie. Um, I always liked and him. I like, and Lee Remick, I thought she was good, too. I, yeah. I really liked her. And That's I'm not... When, when you ended up messaging me and saying, well, the only thing I could figure was this, and I'm like, I'm not going to overly complain. It's still, I like yeah, James yeah. Garner. Well, I liked him in this, because I don't know if I've necessarily seen him with this over-the-top Texan accent. And yes. he's gone. And the, this is our second James Garner movie because he was a small role in Distinguished Gentleman. He was the old guy that died. Oh, you're right. He was in that. I oh. was trying to remember. I'm like, was he in another one? He wasn't so, that. He died. My favorite performance in this movie, though, is a character that just kind of comes out of the blue at the end when they're having the courtroom thing. John Ashton fucking cracked me up oh, in this Oh, John movie. Ashton is great. He's in three scenes. He's like third build in this movie, I think, too. <laughs> but he isn't until... Well, and well, he's in a couple of minor little I'm background not even, things, I'm not even, and then the courtroom. Thing. I'm not even sure exactly what his role exactly was. He's a prosecutor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but he is so goofy and wacky, and just his facial expressions, and he's like, "Okay, Your Honor, Lord." He's oh just, yeah, Aston's amazing. And I was laughing so hard every time he spoke. I'm like, "Oh my god, he's hilarious in this movie." He was definitely my favorite part. So. Yeah, this isn't a movie that's going to change the world. It's not going to make you roll out of the aisle laughing. But as for a mild diversion, I think I think it fits the bill. So I'm going to give it a mild three stars. Wow, three? Yeah, I give it. I'm sitting here torn between two and a half and two. Okay, I think I'll it go was two enjoyable. and a half. Though. Okay, I'll go two and a half. But there isn't anything like two would mean that there's some bad elements in it. I don't think there's any bad elements in the movie. I don't know. You're, there isn't anything spectacular. My, I think your two is different from my yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you actively, you could shit on a movie and then give it a two. And I'm like, two? I'm on a, you think of the four-star thing yeah, 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 as yeah, a yeah. four-point rating. Yeah. It's five points. Two is dead center <laughs> because zero is a thing that exists for me. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Two and a half for me is like, it's almost, almost there. I can almost recommend it. Two is like, there's, Half good stuff and half bad stuff. Oh, okay. For me, is what uh, I. That's how I feel about it. Okay, that's You're giving two some really shitty. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna give this a three because I think for what wow, the movie three, was. Three. I did not see it. I think <laughs> I think for the what the movie was trying to do, I think it fits the bill. Um, it, it's so I think it's fine. It's a Hollywood. Actually, it is. It, it is different. Except for, yes, they end up together. It ends up with some nonsense where she hates him. Yeah. And then, out of the blue, she pivots to loving him again. It's going to happen in a later movie. <laughs> it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. You yeah. know, so I just kind of went with it. So you're at two and a half, maybe? Two and a half. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll move it up to two and a half just because of my good friend, Austin. Yay. All right, next is X, the man with X-ray eyes. No, you've seen this. Before. I had seen this as a child. I have not seen it. As a child. Holy shit. Well... It's gonna scare the shit out of me when I was a child. It's this movie is legit. <laughs> it's unsettling. I would this movie I would say unsettling. It's fucking legit. <laughs> Roger Corman Th this is directed our, this. Yeah. This is our first directed Roger Corman yeah. film that we've done. Roger and Robert can actually fucking now, kind of direct. Yeah, oh no, no. So <laughs> it's funny. So I didn't really see a lot of Roger Corman movies growing up. I like I always heard about him and I and he's you know, people are like, oh, B movie, Roger Corman. But I don't think people give him the credit for he knows how to place a camera. Like, you know, he, he, he knows does. he knows how to put a movie together. There's some cool shots in no, this movie. He, and and the budget is zero. Oh yeah, you I, can tell watching. But I'm like, ah, the so budget I'm, works. I'm here. always kind of fascinated with him. So in the in the past ten years, I've probably seen 
probably a good half dozen, maybe seven or eight Roger Corman movies. Now, I've seen a, a few of his Vincent Price movies, yeah. um, which are, I think are all pretty solid. Mask of Red Death and uh, it's his weird Edgar Allan Poe movies. We watched three Roger Corman movies in a row in the very first episode. That he, he produced. produced he, he did not. And yeah. weirdly, to a couple of them were directed by people who went on to be significantly yeah. better directors. Jonathan Demi, yeah, for okay. sure. Well, he was known for getting And I actually think he directed start. this better than all three of those together. I think so. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I think so too. No, he's. I think he's a pretty decent, solid filmmaker. And I think when people talk about him, they, they talk about, like, oh, his shitty movies or his B movies. I'm like, he can actually make a movie though. He like can. he's he can make a he's movie. He's good, uh, and he. But the thing is, the reason why he didn't become like a prestige filmmaker is because he picks B grade material. This is the kind but of then he, he wants to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's attracted yeah. to that exploitive material. So, and this was made right in the middle of his Vincent Price Edgar Allan Poe movies. So he was like, he just directed like the Haunted Palace earlier this year, and then boom, he made this movie. Um, this stars Ray Milan, who also went on to start doing B-movies because he started doing Academy Award. Like, he won an Academy Award for Billy Wilder's Last Weekend in 1945. But then he started doing this, and then later on doing Frogs <laughs> that we already God, did. Frogs. He's, <laughs> but he's pretty awesome. He was fine in Frogs. Yeah, frogs I know. is terrible. But he he wasn't the problem pretty, pretty in that good. movie. Yeah, no. no, he wasn't. No, so, so he plays Dr. James Xavier X. He um, Yes, this is... Dr. X. <laughs> 1963, Dr. X. Yes. Stan Lee stole the shit out of That's him. right. I don't know if he so, did. So <laughs> he is a doctor, and he's developing something where see, have like eye ex, drops. Ex, eye drops. Eye drops. But, so you can see you, better. Because they, he talks about yeah. humans can only see yeah. in a very narrow spectrum. That's right. That's right. And he's yeah. like, oh my God, we can see so much more. Now, granted, in this... It gives him actual <laughs> X-ray eyes, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure if you see more, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. just, you'd be fucked, okay? Because yeah. <laughs> this is the thing I want to talk about. Yeah. I read, I'm going to, I want to see if I can find this article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've read this awesome article years ago about people who were born blind, but then had an operation, and then later in life, they could see. Oh. It's mostly they had, yeah. like, horrible cataract. They had something yeah, more yeah, on yeah. their eye. It wasn't their eye didn't work. That's cool. It's just they couldn't see. Those people were fucked. <laughs> yeah. You didn't grow up learning how to see. Oh. Out, of, out of the blue, they yeah. suddenly could see. They hated yeah. it. Right? They fucking hated yeah. it. Yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine. And so this movie, it, it does kind of capture that scariness a yes, little bit. The thing. For sure. That's why this movie works. Because he is, this movie is an, a movie about addiction. Yeah. Also, it's fucking terrifying because he is... Fucked. Yeah. Because he keeps doing the thing. Yeah. Well, he starts experimenting on, was it monkeys? He, yeah, the yeah, very yeah. first one is a monkey. Yep. It kills the monkey. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm going to try. Well, why. then he's just like, I'm going to try it on myself. I'm uh, like, oh, I'm just a monkey. Don't you realize he went that? crazy because he couldn't fucking understand what he was saying. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so the first time he does it, so when he does it, well, and then he kind of be friends or kind of almost like he's going to have a relationship with the, the other doctor. I like that there was no relationship. Right, but she, nobody ever talks down to her. No. She is. Fully, just a full equal in this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, There's somewhat, maybe a little of that, but he isn't, like, played up yeah. or anything. She cares for him. He cares for her. Yeah. It isn't a, a loving, it isn't a uh, romantic thing at all, No, really. no. I feel like that it's underlined. Yeah. But it's not, like, out in the open or anything like that. Or I um, But then the first time, like, he actually puts on the eyes, at first it's like he can see people without their clothes. Yes. It was very much the hokey. It, yeah, yeah, Somehow yeah. he just now, 
can't, he actually can't see clothes. Yeah. This is the opposite of your effect. Okay. So, like, <laughs> you know, he's talking to, like, this one girl asks him to dance, and he's like, hey. And she's, like, like, there is no nudity. No, 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 There's no. almost. Yeah. And it's, because later on, Roger Corman, no problem with nudity. No, 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 okay? no, no. Well, that's because he couldn't at this point. Yeah. Because of, yeah. Unless but also, it, weirdly, it would have made this movie more hokey. I think so, too. Yeah, that was kind of cool. But so when I'm watching this movie, I'm like going, because at this point, there really wasn't anything scarier in Seven. So you had, what did you know about this movie? Had you never seen I it? I kind of knew about the main premise that it was about a doctor X-ray vision. Okay. That's, that's about all I knew. So then the movie, like what happens is he kind of does become addicted to it and stuff. And then his doctors are, you know, well, then he can start seeing and he wants to use that. So he can like look at people and be like, "What's wrong with you?" Yes, right. He and wants so, to use it as a superpower. And there's a person that to you know see into people's illnesses, right? And then he's like, "They're working on someone." And he's like, "No, don't use that." And then yeah. they're having a fight. Um, but then, like one of the doctors like approaches him and was like, "Hey, this isn't cool." He wants to like try to cure him. Pretty much getting a scuffle, and he throws him out the it's window. The pretty much, movie. <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally knocks this guy out a fucking closed window. It shatters the window, yeah. and he falls to his death. You know what? Though? I understand how so it's a very important thing. I thought it was unsettling because I was just sitting there, and I was like, holy shit. You know, oh, it, yeah. So yeah. it did kind of startle me. It's it's just that I'm like, there's a way to do that where the window is open. At the very least, make the fucking window open. Okay? <laughs> so anyways, he goes on the run. All of a sudden, it like... It's a to, second movie. It cut, yeah. It turns into something else. Now, this is what I, I was not expecting. This is where I thought the movie gets really interesting because he is now... At a sideshow carnival. And he is like a sideshow trick where he's blindfolded and he can, he looks at people's wallet, guesses what I'm in. And that's where. It also gave him like microscopic vision because he yeah. reads the guy's like social security number from across the yeah, room yeah, in yeah. the guy's pocket. And I'm like, holy shit, that you guys was, are amazing now. And that was. That's Don Rickles is, is what he's working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Rickles. But Dick Miller, who this is his sixth or seventh movie on the podcast. So oh, character actor oh, Dick Miller. Oh, God, that's what you're talking about. Dick, huh? Dick Miller. Oh, the guy he like shits on? That was him. Yeah, Dick I, Miller. Okay. And he's also Mr. Futterman, Gremlins. He, and he yeah, like yeah. makes him mad. He's in every Roger Corman movie. Okay. Even the ones that he produced. So like, he, that's why, since we've done a bunch of Roger Corman produced movies, that's why, and he's in Matinee as well. So that's why he's in like six or seven of our movies. Um, but yeah, Don Rickles, in kind of a rare role of him not improv and not doing no, his stand-up. but he's still Don Rickles. Yeah. He's a jerk. Yes. Which... Is what Don Rickles is amazing at. I'm actually, and he's really good. In I'm this actually a big movie. Don Rickles fan. God, of he's, good. Like, he's, he's good in this fucking movie. He's really good in the movie. Yeah, so he kind of plays this guy who's, you know, he's kind of greedy and wants money, but he's so he sees that oh, he's legit. He really has this power kind of thing. Because at first he didn't know, you know, if it was real. He's yes. like, I think this is. I think especially when he just assumed it was a right because that's all. It's a sideshow. Thing. Yeah, it's all hokey. But when a girl falls from a Ferris wheel and then she like. He like looks at her and like, oh, broken ribs. Yeah, you know, and he's, he's like, sets her bones. That's when he's just like, wait a minute. Anyone can tell she had a broken bone. leg, but you could probably, no one could tell she had broken ribs. So you're legit. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so magic fucking power. Right. Like, oh, let's make money. So they're like, you know what? We're we're gonna go to New York and we're gonna ha- spread the word out on the street and we're not gonna charge a dime. We'll just oh, take donations. That was a great scene. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, how are you gonna make money? Donation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The yeah. look on Rickles' eyes, <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Rickles is so fucking right. evil in this. It's well, so good. Eventually, um, the 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 doctor that was working with him in the beginning of the movie finds out and like tracks him down and is trying yes. to help him. And he ends up. Uh, and he's that just was great too crazy. because yeah, yeah, yeah. The, how she tracked him down was 
people would show up and they already knew what they had. Yes. And it just kept happening. It goes, there's only one fucking person in the world that could just literally, yeah. they would talk about a guy who just looked at him and just told him what it was. Right. He goes, well, I fucking know who that is. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then, so the movie ends with, it. he like drives out. He's just trying to get away from everything. Cause now he like his vision is like, he just sees like x-rays he everywhere. Keeps using the stuff, even though he knows he needs to stop. And it makes this it, this is the full yeah. addiction thing. He can't fucking And it stop makes himself. it worse and worse and worse. Yeah. You know, he gets um, brought to, or he... The driving scene. Oh, the driving scene in the helicopter chase. It's amazing. It's really I'm like, good. holy shit. He, he can't really see. fucking goddamn direct. Yeah. Because I believe that guy yeah. who could barely understand what the fuck's happening in front of him is trying to drive a car. And the thing that actually really um, shocked me was the very end of the movie, of course, spoilers, as always, is, you know, he's, he's he goes to the church thing, and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, there's like five minutes left in this movie. What's going to happen? There's that, the pastor is like preaching to him and stuff, and then it's the, you know, he says something about like, well, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, but yeah, yeah. If, if the IF offends the pluck it out, and he plucks out his eyes. Well, yeah, well, he does. Yeah. I mean, it's the end shot of the thing. Yeah. And then he's like, but the way the sound is, the sound design, music, and whatever, I was just like, it really made, if I had hair, it'd be standing on end. So I'm like, <laughs> holy, I was just like, oh, it was just, and I couldn't get that image out of my head for days, because it's it's unsettling. It's, it's unsettling. So yeah. do you know about the mm, sort of fictional, mythical other ending? Oh the yeah, yeah, extended yeah. ending. Yeah, for he Steve, plucks Stephen out his King. eyes, Stephen and King. he can still fucking see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I read yeah, that Stephen King. Stephen yeah. King said uh, said that yeah, there's an ending that's supposed to go on longer. Roger Corman denied it though. Yeah, but he said that would be a better ending. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like Roger Corman. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's why yeah. I believe that it doesn't exist because Roger Corman actively says yeah, it's down here that uh, he wishes it did exist. Yeah, now that's interesting. His ending's better than mine. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, uh, so a lot of the dialogue because this is a B movie. So the story, I like the story of the movie. The script itself, like dialogue, is not all yeah. that interesting all the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a competently made film. It's certainly unsettling. And at 79 minutes, for what this movie was trying to accomplish, it succeeds. And I'm giving it a solid three. I'm going three and a half. Cool. I really, cool. really was like yeah, yeah, this yeah. movie. I remembered. Here's the stuff. Yeah. The only really scene I remembered after, and it actually happened a lot earlier. You saw this as a I kid? Thought, yeah. Oh. I remembered seeing that he had the bandages on his eyes. Yeah. And he was still just talking to people like they were there. I remember as a kid that when they showed that he had the bandages on, I'm like, holy shit. And, I'm like, <laughs> and now I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, how the fuck did I not know? He's it was so obvious. It's in the x-ray vision camera mode. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. But whatever. I remember that. But then I was watching the movie and I'm like, it's pretty fucking good. It's pretty and good. And then Rickles yeah. shows up and I'm like, oh, everything yeah. after Rickles comes yes, in, yes. all that Rickles shit is for Star Material. Yeah, yeah. I that think is it's an really amazing good. film. Yeah, I agree. So the next movie is The Incredible Journey. And so I watched this so much as a kid. I may, I've seen so, it maybe once so or twice. So obviously on Sundays they would have Wonderful World of Disney. You remember? Yes. And so was, we recorded uh, this was it. Probably my, on twice a year. Yeah, my dad, my dad <laughs> taped it on VHS, and then we. I mean that this was so my sister. So like this was like our favorite movie, and so we, would, my little sister, so we'd watch it over and over again. I haven't probably seen it probably in thirty five years. Oh, probably. it's been longer. Than it's me. it's. I, I, I was in the 70s when I watched it. It's been a long time. And it's when I watched it, there was a lot of stuff I didn't remember in the movie. I, I didn't remember. So, I, I didn't remember that how much humans were in this movie. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Because all I remember is that. And I'm like, 
why are we on these humans? Because I don't fucking and care. Also, <laughs> I, also, another thing I didn't remember is, shut the fuck up. The narrator just... Sh- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about shit that I can see. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let so, me watch the animals. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, it, it, the, the, the one-sentence premise is, a master, like, kind of leaves... Well, he's not really the master, but a guy leaves the house, and the animals are he's trying like to go back home. The That's pretty much babysitting, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But, he, but they're, like, 150 miles away or something. Right, 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 right. He uh, is taking care of his uh, friend's... A family's pets, yeah, and there is I, what kind There's of dog? Two dogs and a cat. Two dogs and a cat. Is that cat? <laughs> is that a Siamese cat? Yeah, well, Siamese. They yeah, said yeah, yeah. Siamese. That's tail. Like, I think it's Siamese. Tail, Bodger, and then what's the? It's Lou, Louis, Louth. The I don't know how you pronounce it. I can't remember. He's the yellow Labrador. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Bodger is the Bodger is yeah. Okay, he, now there are almost certainly people who know about the remake. Yeah, in the remake, the animals do they? They don't talk. They have like voiceover. Michael J. Fox is the voice of one, and it's yes, like, but they don't, but they don't they talk have like, like babe, psychic but it's, abilities. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they can communicate with each other. Yeah. In this, you don't hear it, but they are doing that. Yeah, the animals are looking at each other, and the animals in this—they well-trained animals. Awesome. I'm like, fuck, these animals yeah. are really good. They're really at good. portraying the right. thing they're supposed to be portraying. Right. Well, so at the beginning of the movie, the um, he's going to go hunting or whatever, and the the. Yeah. Lady that's going to come take care of the house while they're gone. He leaves a note, and it's a two-page note, and the second page gets burned to the fire, but the first page says... I think it was the first page that got burned, because yeah. the second page was the weird one that started in the middle of a sentence, but it sounds like... Well, because he said, I'm, the- I'm going to leave, I'm going to take the animals, and then the second page was like, with, you know, uh, out for a walk, then I'm going to go. But that page oh, okay. burns. Okay. And it just, said, it just said, it just said, take the animals. It did say something about take the animals. So she goes, oh, you took the animals with them. I don't have to worry about them. But anyways, they don't have anyone there to take care of them. So they go back, trying to back to where um, the family that they used to live with. And, and it's whatever, what did they say, 150 miles away? or they, was, Something like that. It was, a, it was, always, it was, it was in Canada. And there's like mountains in the middle. And oh, they yeah. repeatedly, and it's in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although everybody in this movie is very European. Very British. And there's other. There's British. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think there might be Italian people. Yeah, I think so like, too. Nobody in this movie is fucking Canadian. So, okay. The, and the rest of the movie is just them coming across different things. Like they're crossing bridges. They're, they're, uh, there's water. And then there's, uh, you know, like animals, like uh, bears and whatever. So yes. there's different things that go on, like nature stuff. Now all well, they this... get attacked, quote unquote, by a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, yeah. circus bear that can walk <laughs> because yeah. that is the least terrifying bear I've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> so the two, um, so all the scenes with the animals are are really fun. Yeah, they're really great. They are. They're really great. I, I wish that guy would shut up. But yeah, I liked all the animals. So they had a narrator. Narrator talks to the movie, and he's just like, "Now this bird, now now Teo wants to go over oh, here, uh, and uh, now he's going to look at this thing over here." I'm like, "Yeah, we can see we that. Can he's see there. that. Yeah, 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 shut yeah. the fuck up." Yeah. I think there's a way you could make this movie with zero narration. I think so, but I didn't mind if and there was you just might, a, you might if there was still, a bit of bit narration. It'd be fine. You but, would still need the humans. To say stuff to yeah. each other that we then go like, oh, they're going home and stuff like right. that. That's all we really need to know. So for me, I was I was really I was a little disappointed because I was like, this oh, I love this movie so much. And then I watched it, and I'm like, man, every time I went to the humans, I'm just like, let's go back to the animals. Yeah. You know? And um so I I thought there was a little too much humans. Um Well, there's some of the human stuff makes sense. Yeah, no, At it makes point, sense. The cat well, the dogs go across like a stream, and yeah. the cat don't want to know fucking stream shit. Oh. Tries to figure out a way across. 
ends up in the stream. I love that. They think the cat is dead. Yeah. The animals sit there. And I, it, without yeah, that the narrator, was, that was great. That it would have been better yeah. if the animals just sat there mourning yeah. Yeah. the loss of their pet, their yeah. friend, I mean. That was really cool. But then the cat gets rescued by a little girl, and then the cat just leaves the little girl because she wants to be with her yeah. friends. Also, too, I don't know if you can make this movie that way anymore because they just literally threw that cat into the... Into the... Oh, no. I was watching, <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I wonder how many cats died making this movie. Because they literally... There's there really a... the dog and the cat in whitewater rapids. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, uh... Filmmate, Disney it... literally just took a cat and threw it in the stream and said, Film! <laughs> film now! Film that cat drowning! So, okay? <laughs> obviously, um... Animal activists are gonna watch this movie and they're like, ah, like scream because yes. there's some stuff. Mostly in, it. in that one, and I'll, I mean, just the fact that there's a trained bear because that bear is super trained. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, bear yeah, does yeah. not look like he is trying to no. attack anybody. No. Okay, no, the bear cubs are adorable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the oh, and then the porcupine scene, and then uh, Lewis gets uh, right, there are bear cubs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> but uh, the porcupine, and then the dog gets the porcupine. oh, yeah, yeah that yeah, that was cool. They that the they're there. They have to take one the other dog, yeah. and put it outside because the other dog is trying to protect yeah. them while the humans yeah. are pulling the quills out. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Actually. That was really cool. I really like that. That was really well, cool. I, Bodger's this movie's my... good, except for the part where it sucks. Bod- Bodger's <laughs> my favorite, actually. Um, Bodger, yes, he's Bodger so sweet, and he's the oldest dog, and so, so and he always has to. Oh, I gotta take a break because my feet hurt. Sorrow, so and he's like sitting there in the water because his feet hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the narrator is like, "No, Bodger's ah very tired. But gonna continue traveling. Oh, too tired yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bodger must rest." His friends have to come back I, and rest next to him, and I'm like, I really Shut like the fuck up. My favorite relationship <laughs> in the movies between Teo and Bodger, like they are like so cuddly and cute with each other. They are. They yeah. really. And the, the cat is accurate. Yeah. And that the cat is there. Yeah. Is a cat. Yeah. Acts differently. Will happily go ahead, come back. Yeah, yeah. It's just going the all dogs over the place. Stay next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cat's just yeah. all over the place and then comes back. And yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool. And then the ending's a little cheesy with the animals making their one-at-a-time entrance. Yes. Which, except I do laugh when every time but Bodger I, knocks that kid down. But I, was, I remember but laughing but, at that. But I will admit, I, I, was, I had some tears in my eyes oh, when, when, when the last one showed Bodger up. Bodger showed up like, like oh, yeah, The kid's so happy now. God <laughs> And so when I was a kid, I mean, in my head, I had it in my head. I'm like, this is one of my favorite family movies. And now I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, man, it's not as good as I remembered it. Because of the human seeds, all the animal stuff is great. Yeah. So I'm at a two and a half on it. I think if you love animals, you should probably watch this movie. Yes. It's, 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 it's really cute. I, I agree. And I could, it's easily watchable. I could sit and watch it again. Yeah. Um, I was I, between a two and a half and a three. I'm going to give it a high two and a half. But... I hated that fucking narrator. He yeah? just talks and yeah. talks. He fucking narrates... When there are humans on the screen, and I'm like, humans can tell us this. They can talk. I do think the human Shut scenes, up. the human scenes, even though some of them are necessary, just the, the stiff dialogue and the stiff acting between yeah. them. If you got other actors in there, it might have been even better. So, what did you give it? I gave it two and a half. Two and a half. I might have to go two. Really? It's weird but the because so the cute. stuff I loved, but God, the stuff I hated. I, just <laughs> I didn't hate up. anything and in I the movie. Just, like, I didn't the hate humans anything. were so. No, actually, like the the family with the little girl that rescued the cat. Yeah, that should be in the movie. Yeah, that I makes think so. sense. That makes sense. They rescued the cat. 
Yep. Blah blah blah. The I mean, okay, we'll go. We'll go two and a half. We'll go two and a half. <laughs> two, two and a half. There's too much stuff that I do like. Yeah, I I, I don't th- I don't think I can give it lower than a two and a half. Yeah. I, it's it's it was there's, it was. There's too much stuff that there's I some enjoyable stuff. Like. And if it brought you a little teary eyed too, that's come on, it's better than two. I'm an emotional baby. <laughs> I'm so emotional, Austin. All right, I'm filled with emotion. Our next movie is Under the Yum Yum Tree. Have you seen this time. movie? I've never seen this okay. movie. I, heard I didn't of it, even know. It. I didn't know anything about. I didn't know fucking. I one iota <laughs> about this fucking movie. So Under the Yum Yum Tree, Jack Lemmon. We get to see Jack Lemmon in a movie. Actually, there's a lot of great character actors in the movie. Dean Jones, who went on to be in the Love Bug, he's a lot of Disney yeah. movies. Ugly Doc yeah. Soon. He's the um, male. Co-lead, yeah, I guess. Imogene, <laughs> Imogene Coco, uh, she um was always on the Sid Caesar show, the show of shows, and then she also was Aunt Edna in Vacation. Oh wow, really? She's the maid that comes in to the house and is like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's that's her. That's Aunt Edna. She was in that movie twenty years later. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, that was her. Anyways, Under the Yum Yum Tree, Jack Lemon is a landlord, and his name is Hogan. He's a swinging bachelor. And this is interesting, because usually, when you see Jack Lemon in a movie, he's playing someone naive. You're supposed to like him. You're, he's not, un- you're not supposed to like him. No, no, in, in, in other movies with Jack yeah, Lemon, you're, you're supposed, supposed to like him. him. You're not supposed to like no, him. No, no. He is a monster. No, and he's really good at it. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but, but shouldn't be this good at being Right, garbage. but usually Jack Lemmon, he's a likable person. And I also think, too, the reason why you accept him, at least for me, why I accepted him in this movie is because he's Jack Lemmon. If it was a different actor, it'd be like, I can't even enjoy this movie. But because it's Jack Lemmon, I think it makes it he's enjoyable. He's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay. I was laughing and I'm just like crazy it, he was. I was so. It's... <laughs> this is another one that tore actually, actually I'm, really I'm, like this I'm, movie. I'm relatively torn on this. Oh movie. no no no! I really I like mean, this movie. I, I I don't know. Okay, it's weird. So yeah, but Jack, but like I said, he's playing a naive. Well, like I said, person usually. we didn't know anything about no, this. No 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 no. The, you don't see Jack Lemmon first. First, you see what's her face and the yep. boyfriend. Yep, yep. And So Caroline trying to find a place to live yep. and stuff. So Robin is um they're gonna get married to uh, David and she they're like you know young college kids and she's like. Hey, let's get married. But then they sh- they introduce this thing where um there she takes this marriage course and it's yes yeah and there's just all these different oh it, god is it ever hokey bullshit <laughs> no it's hokey but I kind of <laughs> like funny. I like the it's conversations that it brings up like hey can a man and woman do this can a man and woman do that and they kind of bring up these interesting things and. Two, they're like, well, you know what, though? I'm going to do an experiment. I think that we should get to know each other. We should move in together, not have sex. And, yes. And, we but, should live together. And we'll find out our true characters. not have sex. Yes. Well, the first scene, you see and them making he, out. And, he, and he's like. Under, oh, people uh, are making out under trees and the thing. I think I'm, I'm positive. At that point, he agrees to this because he's like, what a terrible plan. Of course, we're still going to have sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually really like Dean Jones in the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, he's like, actually no, pretty I, good. I, um, I, like, I he, like him, too. Well, his voice, he kind of sounded like Jimmy Stewart a lot. When he, he, he kind of, oh, what are you doing over here? And he kind of talked like that a little bit. And I'm I like. I think maybe. You had hearing problems because I don't remember that. At <laughs> I all. thought he sounded like James <laughs> or uh, James Stewart. Anyways, so she moves into this place where you find out it's so like her, her, it's her aunt, aunt, right? And professor. Well, she she finds out her aunt is moving away, and she yeah. goes, "Uh, has anybody got your room?" Yeah. <laughs> so she wants to go in there, but then you find out that she was kind of sleeping with the landlord. Then you find out it's played by uh, Jack Lemon Hogan, but he sleeps with 
All he is like an arrangement with all these girls, and he only rents out to women. Oh, not just women. Uh, young, well, not, well, young hotties. Okay. Uh, he rents out to it, obviously, gay guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who is not playing gay in this movie, but I'm like, yeah. Well, Paul Lynn? We all know Paul Lynn. I, he, I love him. Oh, he's no, so, yeah, he's great. He's awesome, bye-bye, But I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's trying to play super lecherous, and I'm but, like, well, he's I, with... may too, I may know too much about Paul Lynn. Well, he's with, okay? Dor- well, he's with the maid. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. his wife. And he's always, like, looking at him, he's like, oh, you're doing oh, such a good... Oh, I'm so happy. I, I love the way I he... I wish I could live your life. I just love the way he talks. He just he just says that, oh, look at you, you're doing this thing. And he's just... I just love watching Paul Lynn. He's in the Beach oh, movies, too, and I love him in those movies. He's, 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 he's phenomenal. Yeah, I think he's so funny. Um, so, anyways, so you see Jack Lemon has this arrangement. He's like going to the girls, like, hi, Gigi, hi, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, yeah. and. Oh, they are. But all, Edie, so Edie Adams. I, I'm meltingly attracted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Edie Adams in the movie, so that's, um, she plays the aunt, Irene. And she was kind of head over heels over Jack Lemon, actually liked yeah, Jack she Lemon. Didn't know. But she's trying to get away because she, you know, she's like, he's she, garbage. I want to get away from him. She fell for his tricks. Yes. And but Jack Lemon, I think legit kind of actually liked this one. Like I, I, I think I, I think he likes them all. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think he. Likes he just doesn't want to lose her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so he's well at first, yeah, because he's just no, like no, no. He mostly just doesn't want to lose her because he's a she's a chick he's banging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment yeah. she sees the replacement, he does not give a shit. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> but but then you go, you see his his pad, and it's. I love the art direction in it because it's bright red. Oh, and then I laughed so hard when he pushed when when they pushed that violins. button and these violins come out and start playing music. That was they fucking pl- hilarious. They auto play and I'm like, they did a good job. Are those things real? That they, was they might fucking work. That was pretty I don't fucking understand. cool. That was because cool because they had they their violins are <laughs> yeah. like melted. And then there's like a robot arm that yeah. plays it that does the bow and another robot arm that does well, the. That does the strings, this and was, I'm like, this can't be real. It's 1963. So he sees, <laughs> so he sees Rob and Robin's gonna move in. He's like, okay, yeah, you can move in. And he has all these plans. And at first, she's like, I, I have a roommate too. And he's like, is she blonde? No, no, brunette. But she's talking about her Describe fiance, and she just says, dark hair, yeah. attractive. That's yes. all she says. Yes. I don't think he even mentioned. He just assumes it's a woman yeah. because their stupid plan is dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he's because you wouldn't say roommate. No, 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 no. If it was your boyfriend, <laughs> and I don't know why I was getting. Maybe it was just because of the, some of the sets and stuff. I was getting like Three's Company vibes. Oh, from and the movie. this movie is chock full of Three's Company, <laughs> right? Three's Company misunderstandings. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, and I, I'm a fan of Three's Company, actually. So good for you, Austin. I love John Ritter and John Ritter. So <laughs> I know, no, I, I mean, it's just I don't know. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure it's all problematic stuff, but it's still, like funny stuff. I don't know. So. Jack Lemmon, the whole rest of the movies, is like it's trying to get Robin, and but then he finds out that oh, this David, you know, David's the fiance living with him, and he's just like hmm. But then he finds out their plan, and he's just like, uh, that's a stupid plan. Stupid that's plan. not gonna work. So he tries. My job to... is to wreck your yeah. fucking relationship. He's trying to uh, sabotage it. That's the, for like the rest of the movie, and there's just crazy wacky scenes. And one of my favorites is I love it when he <laughs> when uh. He stays out. Well, he keeps on coming to the, the apartment. That was like a running gag because he keeps on having keys. So he's just like, he's like, how do you keep on getting into the doors open? No, it wasn't open. Yeah, that, <laughs> that happens a lot. He that repeatedly funny. says door open, but he actively has yeah, yeah, infinity yeah. keys and he, for everybody's place. I mean, he aggressively comes in there to the point where it's like, they should probably call the cops. Oh, they you know, right? go down. Yeah. And 
But I also never saw a lease get signed. No, so I don't understand what the hell's happening. Oh yeah, and it's what seventy-five bucks a week. And oh, like, well, yeah, that was yeah. that was hilarious because yeah, yeah, at yeah. one point somebody asks him what it costs. He says four hundred a week, and yeah, and yeah then yeah. he they said seven. And then he tells her seventy-five. Yeah, she's on like because she's hot, <laughs> and I'm like four hundred is. A million dollars <laughs> in 1963 money in the suburbs. Okay, but one of my favorite scenes of the movie was when uh, he he's uh, sneaking up above and he like his head hangs down oh, from a window. His full slapstick cartoon. And then they watch, and they're both watching her undressed with the silhouettes. And Jack Lemmon is like, oh. Makes that well, face uh, like not just that. that but yeah, 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 the, yeah. the boyfriend, Dean Jones, is also like, "Oh, this is not going to work." <laughs> Dude, that, there's literally a thing where I can see your silhouette undressing, and it's like a magic silhouette. Yeah. Because somehow in the movie, yeah. the silhouette has a different shading on her bikini parts. Right. Numerous times, yes. I'm like, "What the fuck did they do that?" That silhouette's <laughs> fucking magic powers. <laughs> and then, so yeah, so then the movie gets into all these different. Things. I actually really liked uh, Edie Adams in the movie as Irene. I thought she was. Oh yeah, she was great. Awesome. In she the was movie. great. She, she was really good. Fucking hates Lemon's character. Yeah, absolutely hates him yeah. and does not cover that up at any point. No, no, no. <laughs> so this here's the thing about the movie. I was worried that because I didn't know how this movie was going to end up. I have so, I but halfway, no you know, in the first third of the movie, when they're setting up the premise, I'm like, is she gonna? Is Jack Lemon gonna end up? I with was her? like, I'm gonna tell you, you were you were gonna be screaming I if was that gonna was gonna be happening. Mad, but also, I'm like, no, there's no way. Well, She's I thought dumb. that that's what they her were. Her character is real dumb. Okay, okay. Oh, she falls yeah, yeah, for his shit yeah, yeah, yeah. repeatedly. Yes, and then even other times where he obviously is doing sleazy shit. Yeah, later scenes she'll be like, oh, he's a good guy, blah blah. blah. And I'm like, what the fuck. And then I'm like, God, I've talked about him like that. <laughs> they don't seem to understand yeah. that the only reason they're getting anything is because how pretty they are. They think the world's just fucking magic and special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I but I so I was like, oh, is this gonna go? And then, you know, but I'm like, okay, it's good. It's about Dean Jones and it's about them and how they yeah. end up together and and uh and, and I bought it. I I I got into the relationship and 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 at the end of the movie they get together and Jack Lemon is still a monster at the end oh. of the movie because you're like, oh he's gonna turn a new leaf and then he sees the women show up oh, and he's uh, just oh. like come on in ladies a new vacancy sign has basically been put up actually like three of them because yeah. everybody fucking moved out. And then a <laughs> and then a bus of, of, of women come up yeah. and he's just like come he's, on in he's like, I'm like, only I'm only renting a men now. And yeah, he goes, yeah, well yeah. I'll find a new place for my girls. Girls? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all those girls are like waving at him. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. good God. So, but, oh, and then there's the, the running gag with um, Jack Lemon trying to, she's like, oh, the the way that, that you can overcome, you know, pretty much essentially blue balls yeah, is, is, right. by, is by exercising. He's too tired for sex. And so, how do you know? Middle aged men, too tired for sex because we're and, out of shape. And it's goofy <laughs> because obviously this is movie land. This isn't real world. And yeah. so there's like a whole montage scene of him working out with Jack Lemon being his trainer. Oh, yeah. That was, I was yeah. laughing. That was I funny. That was really funny. Is a funny movie. I actually you're right, really it liked didn't, it. At the end, piss me off. I'm like, it did. What I thought I was it was going to. Was do. I thought it was and going I'm to. Like, but yeah, I like this movie quite a bit. Actually, I like it a lot. No, I. So I'm really I'm three and a half. I, oh, I'm just gonna go three. It's not I, as good as the three and a half. It's I laughed so hard in this movie. movie. I liked it. I, I liked think it. Edie Adams is great. Paul Lind is great. I love Imogene Coco is so funny I as can, the maid. What there's a line that she says in the movie. 
where Irene is talking about to to the maid confessing to the maid confiding in her that oh I'm 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 in love I'm in love with Hogan or whatever she's like oh I might throw up. Hold on, I'm gonna. Think she says something like, and I'm like that was pretty funny. I'm like, she just had some great. I I do dialogue believe that if I watch this yeah. again, I might like it more because you know where it's gonna I go. Might maybe. Like it less. I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna like it more. I, I don't know. That's why I'm gonna go with three. I'm okay. gonna go with the three. Yeah, this one surprised me because I've heard of the title. Oh, I love the opening title sequence with a woman dancing under the. <laughs> The oh, tree. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Well, the, a the, the opening like, song is another kind of a little banger by this is by James Darren. Yeah, oh, that was really like, good. That was a really good song. Under, really good. Under the young, I don't like this is a fucking terrible but enjoyable fun song. Oh, and okay. I love the and I love it when they says, "Oh, the yum yum." They're like, "Oh, the yum oh, yum." Yeah, yeah like, I'm like <laughs> under the yum yum tree. I'm like, what's that even mean? Oh, that just means banging. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's what just that literally, means. it's sixty, it's 1963 movie comment on banging. Okay, everybody, everybody, I need to say something. Yeah. Okay. We've kind of given mostly positive reviews. Body Those bomb. are about to drop. Oh, I no. I can tell the next movie. I can tell you didn't like it either. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you already said you liked it. You had another movie that you didn't like yeah, earlier. Yeah, maybe we'll find you, out. We haven't gotten there yet, and I know you liked the last one. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um, Heavens Above. Okay. Heavens Above is our next one. Now, this is the one I picked because I'm like, oh, you're welcome. Uh, Peter Sellers. Because I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's a Peter Sellers movie. I want to yeah, see. Yeah, I didn't Sellers. know anything about this movie. I didn't either. Um, it's by uh, John Bolting and Roy Bolting, the their brothers, and they made a lot of British farces together, including I'm All Right Jack, that also starred Peter Sellers. Apparently, this movie is uh, almost. It's pretty similar in some ways. They said. Yeah, I'm not sure. And after I looked into some stuff. Yeah, so this is a really interesting movie. Um, uh, Peter Sellers plays a, a reverend. There's a small town, and it's weird. I love the, the kind of uh, the way they started the movie with kind of showing what's the name of the drug. Um, uh, oh, God, I think I wrote it down. I wrote it down uh, many times, but I'm sure I'm good. It's a fake drug because it's both. It's three in one. It's a stimulant. Yeah. And a depressant. Yes. And a laxative. And a laxative at the same what? time. What? Yeah. And so they have this big <laughs> advertisement, and this town kind of has this... Sedative, stimulant, and laxative. That's all I put down. I don't have the name. <laughs> <laughs> it has an X in it, right? Um, yeah, it has an X in it. So, and the town is... What is it? Uh, what Whatever. is the name of the town? It's, it's small it's town. A, it's small town British. Oh, How do you know? Orbiston? Boy, is this movie British. Oh, it's very British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was complete with dry British humor. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, it is fine. But there's also times where I'm like... I don't know what they just fucking said. Oh, really? And I didn't understand when I did. Uh, when I heard other times, I'm like, <laughs> I understood those words. I just don't know what they were fucking talking about. <laughs> so, um, they, they're trying to, they want to assign another uh, reverend to the parish. And they're like, oh, you have someone perfect. Let's get this guy, John Smallwood, to do it. Yeah. And another. And then, so they, the yeah. guy goes like, okay, John Smallwood. And he gets the address. And then when you see them pull out the name, there's another John Smallwood right, right behind, behind it. it. So there's yep. two John Smallwoods. Yep. Um, so they get the wrong one to go. And Peter Sellers, so this is probably more of a conservative town. And Peter Sellers has some more eye yeah. open ideas. Like he's just like, he doesn't believe in like eye for an eye and all that stuff. He's like, hey, let's, you know. Let's. Yeah. There's a lot of this where I'm like, okay, I like his character. They really, By the end of the movie, I'm like. Do they not like the character in this movie? Yeah, this yeah. movie kind of throws its own. Yeah, I think it, so. It, I, this movie doesn't seem to. Halfway through the movie, I'm like, 
if you remade this movie now, yeah. people would get pissed. And then by the end, I'm like, if you remade this movie now, people would just be confused because I'm fucking confused. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. So I'm going to say right off the bat, I, Peter Sellers is really good in the movie. Yeah. I think he's really he's great. He's different than I, any other role I've ever seen. Him well, in. what's that's so great sure. is that he's always smiling and he's always like, hey, that's, you know, he's so open-minded. Like, I actually wanted to know him. Like, I would like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I, he seems like a very friendly person that I would actually like to know this person. But... I think by the end of the movie, they're trying to make like him to be out like, he's the bad guy in this movie? Yeah. I don't understand what the fuck's going on in this right. movie. I liked the first two-thirds of this film. I, I actually, liked, I might, I think I like this movie more than you. Yes. I like the two-thirds of, two of the movie quite a bit, the first two-thirds. The, well, here's the thing. My problem, even though I was like, okay, I like what this movie's doing for like the first two-thirds. Yeah. Even though there were times... Where the character, where they were in like entire fucking scenes, and then it gets to the end of the scene, and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna have to hopefully I can figure out what the fuck just happened later on because I have no idea what the hell they were talking about. Okay, <laughs> at one point there's because there's like a family that he like helps. Yeah, and that's they're why caravan, like, and they're in a yeah, like they're yeah, like a caravan. he's helping them. At one point, the father and the family, other people are like telling the father that they have to move or something. Yeah. He goes, but yeah. my business is here, and mostly my business is. Collecting wealth. Yeah, yeah. So he's like a vet. So yeah, he yeah, has yeah, a yeah, veteran yeah, yeah. thing and all that stuff. And he goes, but I can't do any of that somewhere else. Half, a lot of the other stuff, he also has like his family. And he does have like some small business yeah. of some sort. And then, so he kind of helps them. But at one point, like one of the weird confusing things is the father of that family has this speech. And then he calls himself a fiddle. And he goes, I can't I'm a fiddle. I'm like, the fuck? A fiddle? What the? A fiddle? An insult? I don't understand what the fuck just happened in this fucking scene. I'm so baffled because this movie. I mean, yes, it's British. Boy, is it British. Yeah. I there were times where I didn't understand anything because Britishness, but I understood at least what we thought was happening. Yeah. Until the end. Well, so well, so the the first two thirds of the movie is essentially Peter Sellers is. Having all these ideas and open things, like, hey, let's, uh, he gets this rich lady to, uh, kind of brings her into the church and, and has her, like, donate stuff and food and everything. Yes, because and, he's, like, convinced her. Yeah. Well, and, and she kind of fought against it early on. Yeah, yeah. Where he was, like, she's, like, saying, you don't like me because I'm rich. And he goes, I'm actually trying to save you. Yeah, because yeah. the Bible says if you are legitimately going to be a selfish piece of shit, you're going to go to hell. Yeah. And I'm, like, okay. And she kind of goes for yeah, it. And yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. I can understand. But like I said, not a religious guy. And I kind of just think threatening people, making people do stuff because you're yeah, gonna, yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. get punished by hell right. for eternity. The whole concept of eternal punishment by a person who supposedly loves you. The yeah, 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 I yeah. got is fucking asinine, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, that is that stuff. But she's that good. And then she tries to convince like her son. Yeah. And her son is a piece of shit. Yeah. But then they try to start doing stuff where he has destroyed the local economy. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Because my company doesn't get money from you. Yeah. Because she's, she's like giving it away. And I'm like, uh, here's, here's how economy works, morons. Yeah. She still bought it. She just then gave it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody still got that money. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? This doesn't make sense. Well, so this, why do they start shitting on his whole plan? Well, the of thing, being, well, like good people. Well, I feel like <laughs> that it, it's what I think. What this tr movie is trying to be is a social and political satire. And well, yeah, it, it, it periodically there are just here's a joke. Yeah. One kid is like reading Lolita. 
in church. That was and funny. I'm like, well, and Lolita, and it's funny also too because Peter Sellers was in Lolita the year before, so I thought that was. Oh funny wow, too. okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's just yeah, which is like the jokes. These are the jokes. Well, there's one, but there's one, also like other things that I'm like, was that supposed to be a joke? There's one subtle joke, and I don't know if you caught it in the towards the beginning of the movie at the parish or whatever, not the parish, but at like the headquarters or whatever, or the bishop. And someone's on the phone, and he's like, Boy Scout, again? You know, and I'm like, uh, was that just a, a priest joke about Boy Scouts? That's weird. Like, I well, was just, like, Yeah, some of the weird stuff that happens in this movie yeah. in the end is so weird. At one point, he hires a black guy to be, like, working there. I really and, love That's and Brock all, Peters. And, Brock and, Peters is really oh, good. No, that guy, that guy was amazing. Brock Peters so, is great. These super conservative rich assholes don't like are mad about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, the super conservative rich assholes are supposed to be right, and I'm like, are we supposed to believe those racist monsters? I'm not sure I they were supposed. I didn't understand anything about the end of this. Right, movie. I don't think they were. We were supposed to. Um, I, yeah, I, I think it gets a little cerebral at the end, and and, it's, and is it cerebral? It's the opposite. He literally ends up in outer space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what what happens is all of his ideas and everything outrage everybody, and they pretty much almost lynch him. They like take him, yeah, and they like beat him, you know, like almost to death. They get saved by he gets saved by the cops who put him in the paddy wagon and bring him. They're like, if we didn't, you know, you'd be dead if we didn't get yeah. you. And, and so they move him. They move him to um, an island where they have astronauts at to, yeah, for the rockets. British astronauts. And so he's talking to her. So <laughs> now, so now he's worried. <laughs> now space program. Yeah. So now he's he's uh, talking to this astronaut, and all of a sudden the astronaut goes into space, but nope, it's him, and he starts yeah. singing a sermon, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. He well, yeah. we all know it's happening. Yeah. Because the astronaut's like kind of sitting there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm kind of trepidatious about yeah. this, whatever." And it's like, well, obviously he's going to end up. And they threw him there because. It doesn't make sense, even though I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Because they were fucking telegraphing it. Yeah. And then somehow he ends up all the way in outer space. And, but he hasn't said a word yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, like, that's not how space works. Well, and it's interesting. <laughs> and I know that there was something they were trying to say with that. And what statement, I'm not sure what they were trying to do. I didn't understand. No. I, I, and, by the end of it, where they're all mad at him because yeah. of charity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was so confusing and i'm like i i'm not even sure if i'm mad because i'm not sure if i'm just not understanding what the fuck's happening in the I, movie so I, the first two thirds i actually really like in fact it reminded me of i could see the coen brothers doing something like this yeah like i well i was thinking and i'm like why a remake now would be really cool yeah where we have a person who is also but also isn't one of those dickheads okay i also guarantee you i bet you the Coen brothers have seen this movie and we're kind of influenced by yeah. just the, because the thing I like about the Coen's films is that all the little tiny characters in the background and everything are all eccentric and weird. And that's kind of what all the little townspeople and all the people that work with the Bishop. I liked all those little characters. I like, liked the family. Like, like the, um, the butler who worked for the old lady, like he comes in and he's like, oh, yelling yeah, at butler her. ends up being a real piece of shit. Yeah. Slimeball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, I just really liked all the characters and stuff. And there was some stuff that legitimately made me laugh at just weird things. I love the guy who played, was it um, Ian Carmichael who plays the other Smallwood. He comes in and he has like this kind of, his teeth sticks out and he's like yeah. talking. And just his whole mannerisms and the way he talked just made me laugh. Literally two thirds of the movie, I'm like, I was at a, I was at a strong three. I was like really digging it, and then the ending happened. I'm like, did I like that? I don't know. And I then, did. and then the more I thought about it, I'm like, nope. They they botched it. They they, they I think really, they really I think they, they botched it. They had a message, yeah. And then they said, 
fuck our message. Let's make funny shit happen at the end. Or everybody gets mad at him because of the fact that charity is happening. Here's, and I'm like, what? What's happening? Here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> All the bad thing. guys end up winning is what happens. Well, here's what I think is interesting. I think that if I, and they're not alive, but I, if I talk to those directors, I'm sure they had a clear reason why they did everything. And I bet you if they they say it, I bet you it would kind of make sense. And I maybe. I think so. I, I think I, that maybe because I like I said there are points in this movie where I'm like I don't know what just fucking happened. I think there's and a I'm reason just have to push through. I, I mean I do feel like there's a reason why everything happened and and I and I don't know if maybe a second viewing would make it would would make it more clear yeah. or or I would see clearly what they did. I was really but, by the end I was just like what the fuck just happened? But I really like but I really like Peter Sellers and I really like the first portion of the film, the first two thirds and then it just falls apart with the thing in space and what they were trying to do and the whole strike so and I was, they like attack him and I'm like what's going on? That made sense to me because that was they were showing uh, it well, no it didn't make sense to me because they were literally talking about how this money disappeared and I'm like she paid for the stuff yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah. pay you and maybe what you do <laughs> to fix this is you ask her to buy it from you and then give it to people that's you don't go to the right. fucking guy the priest guy who instigated charity you go to the woman who's just doing her charity slightly maybe wrong okay <laughs> she's getting other people's stuff right and now your shit's gone i understood that i just didn't understand why they were mad at the wrong fucking person yeah <laughs> Well, and that makes sense because I've seen movies before where there, where um, where people turn on good intentions and people and you know yeah. and so, so I think they were trying to I know what they were trying to do there but then they, but then somebody tries to put them right that yeah. does not happen in this no those people get mad then we're just going to ignore that because now he does we never yeah. even see that town again yeah For the go, last ten minutes of the movie gone that's <laughs> yeah so that's why right after that scene when he you know when when the town goes after him that's when i think it falls apart at least for me and because then they get into this whole act with him on the island in space and i'm just like it just didn't work so i'm i know i'm way higher than you but i'm giving it a two and a half because i really enjoyed the first two I'm thirds going one and a half okay it was it was legitimately two and a half three stars yeah even though i had the weird confusion i'm yeah. like it's just i like what's happening except yeah. for boy did i ever not like what happened yeah <laughs> And and then you're right. And then they just ignore it. And then yeah. they ended on this weird space joke, which is like referenced in the poster. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I'm like, what? This has nothing to do with the rest of this fucking movie. It was actually a pretty good poster. Like, yeah, like the poster's kind of nifty. Yeah, so I was... I mean, just... I wouldn't have known what they were referencing until the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh, that's where that came from. Okay. Sure, whatever. Okay, well... Our, space uh, Bishop is what he's called. Space Bishop. That was Heavens Above. A little bit of a misfire, I think. Um, Irma LaDuce. Irma LaDuce. Billy Wilder's Irma LaDuce is our next movie. Last one. Yes. This is the one you were like, we. you really wanted to watch it because I, you saw a part of it, Okay. Right? Somewhat spoiler alert. Having watched this, I'm like, I saw this whole fucking movie when I was oh, younger. Oh, okay. But okay. I didn't remember anything until yeah, I, yeah. every scene, I'm like, oh, I remember this, I remember this. No, no, I remember it, but I didn't remember it until it happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this, so this is Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine. Have you seen The Apartment? I have seen the. Apartment. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, actually. Apartment's amazing. And so this was them coming back together. This was Billy Wilder. Um, he made a movie in between the two, which is a very underseen, um, underrated film called One Two Three with James Cagney in his last starring role, and he's fucking. I love that movie. It is a satire Wait, on what? communism. 
Yeah. Cagney. Yeah. This is an interesting movie. So it's it's an odd movie because it's different than a lot of movies. It's different. Okay. This, this is, is a screwball movie. Well, after watching this, I'm like, I'm going to wait for Austin's synopsis of the 850 things that happened. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Jack Lemmon plays. Well, first of all, Shirley MacLaine, she was nominated for this movie, actually. I believe for it. Best actress. So, um, I believe it for 95% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so Shirley MacLaine plays Irma Deuce, and she is a sex worker. And this yeah. is in Paris. A really great, I think, uh, job at showing actual footage from Paris and then the sets. And then American people with no with no French accent. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> but that's fine. it's 1963 Hollywood. That's yeah, know, usually what it's going to be. But there are some French people in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Shirley MacLaine, she, and she has her little dog, and she's... The most popular of the sex workers, I imagine. Well, yeah, there was a couple of sex workers I did not hate. No, no, no. I'm just saying. But it's <laughs> like, just holy seems, shit! Look at that sexy. But one. it shows like the, the <laughs> opening shot is like you know people are this guy's walking down the street. She he yeah. passes all the people and there's all different ones. They go straight to her. Straight to her. But the thing is, everyone else seems to be really trying. She just sits there with her dog, not even looking, and the guy goes whispers in her. She's like, "Why not?" You know, and yeah. goes upstairs. And then the camera like pans up, you know, up to the stairs, and then the then the opening credits and stuff happen, and it shows her, kind of establishes her, you know, is really good at getting money from people because she's always telling sob oh, stories, she, right? She makes up bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know, she's like, oh, but then my dog and blah blah blah, and 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 then they put more money in there. She's like, thank you, you know. <laughs> and that was kind of a running gag in the first like five minutes when they keep on showing all these guys go and stuff. It's like, do you guys do you take travelers checks? <laughs> yeah, see, okay, as much as I said I remember it, I just remembered that I had seen it. I yeah. didn't remember the movie. <laughs> I remembered one scene, which is the reason we watched it. Right, right, I right. told you about one specific scene. Right, and, and that's, oh, that's an yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. all right, and then we ended up watching it. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, this is the movie. And I'm like, oh, this is it, we gotta watch it. So, Jack Lemmon plays a inspector, and he's an honest policeman. He worked at, he uh, his last uh, assignment was he was at a children's playground where he saved a kid, and he got, like, promoted and so I guess, oh, now you're working with where the sex works. The Russian doesn't last long. Yeah, no. So he goes and then he finds, he's like, sees all these girls and they're like, one of them like makes kissy faces. And I love his little, you know, he's doing that kissy face. And so he goes into the uh, the bar or whatever and across the street and it's um the tavern and it's uh, uh, Louis, uh, Lou Jacoby plays uh, Le Moustache. Oh, yeah. No, that, he's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Interesting thing. You know, Charles Lawton. The yeah. great Charles Lawton, he was originally supposed to be Mustache. Oh. Um, and he was too ill, and then he ended up passing away. Oh, that sucks. So Billy Wilder, so then he, he I gets I mean, I feel Jacobi. bad about that. No, Jacoby's great in the movie. fucking amazing. No, 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 he's really I good. I can't imagine anybody being better in that role. I don't know. For Lawton, I think, would have knocked out of the park. Uh, so. They're both really good. <laughs> I mean, I, Anyways. I, I didn't say it'd be worse. I no, 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 no. So Mustache, Mustache is there, and he's like talking. He's like, what, what's going on with these women across the street? And he's just like, they're making love, you know? And it's like, he's like, what? That's illegal. And he's like, see, what do you mean illegal? I mean, it's you can murder someone, but, you know, it's a you know, and to get away with it, but yeah. you know, you can beat someone up violence. And, and so that was a neat little statement. So anyways, Jack Lemmon ends up, well, he kind of talks to Shirley McLean before that thinking, didn't pick up on the fact that yeah. she was actually a sex worker. And he's like, Oh, your dog and talking to her. He's like, I think you should walk your dog somewhere else. Cause these are little shady ladies around here. So anyways, he ends up raiding the place when he, when they get downtown, he, he actually, his, his boss was one of the customers there. So he's like, who told you to raid that? Get out of here. And so he's fired. He goes back to that street and he sees um, Irma 
And he, like, talks to her, and he's like, okay, give me a drink, whatever. Everybody, everybody, 15 minutes into a two-hour-and-a-half movie. <laughs> yeah, this is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. a lot of fucking movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so what happens is, well, then uh, Shirley McKenna comes in, and, he's like, and he starts talking to her, because I think he legitimately liked her. Like, oh, you know, because she gives off some good vibes. She didn't recognize him at first, because I never recognize a face, is what she says. Um, You see all these, there's all these pimps around, and then one of the pimps comes out, and what do they call them? They're what are, they're not called pimps. They're called. They're called uh, pimps. I can't remember. I was listening for it. Now I still can't remember what they I called. I can't them. remember what they called. It was it was like the, a one word thing, and I couldn't remember what it was. It was it was essentially French pimp. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What with this Irma's um, pimp? Because she, she he's like, what are you doing? You 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 know he's like pretty much kind of being pretty rough yeah, with her. You he's know, a, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, and he's like, you go, and uh, he's really good in the movie. Actually, well, he's good, but he's and, in the movie a lot. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, you you go and do uh, you, you gotta go do your stuff. You know, make my money. And he's like, hey, you're interrupting, and that's where this big fight happens, and it's a great scene. Oh, and that's the, the that's the scene that I remember. Yeah, and that's why you wanted to watch it. Yeah. And and Jack Lemmon, and like he's getting beat up, and there's this running gag that when people get beat up and knocked out. The mustache takes a little seltzer water and he's like sprays it on yes. their face to wake him up. And it happens like eight times in this movie. It does happen a lot. <laughs> but, you know, he gets knocked out. He gets back up and he knocks him out again. He gets back up and then he takes this pool cue. And he's like, now you've made me a mad. I'm a real tiger. And he throws the, the cue ball into his mouth. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And he's like punching him, not doing anything. But then he like does this thing where he winds up and he really throws himself at him and they fall on the pool table and like he does this flip and then he takes like the chandelier and he like knocks him in the head repeatedly with yep. the chandelier. So it's it's, it's really it's, great. It's it's weird because I expected because I hadn't seen that yeah. scene in context in a or, yeah. really a long time. But I did remember that scene and yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna have misremembered that scene. It's not nearly as cool as I'm no, it's cool. I watch I'm like Pretty fucking cool. <laughs> no, I think it's a great scene. Well, then it was like he earns the respect of all the other pimps. They shake his hand. Irma's like, you know what? Put put all his stuff on my tab. Come up with me. We're not going to the hotel. You're coming to my personal private yep. place. And it's it's really cute because Jack Lemon is pretty innocent. It's like, how many women have you been with? Uh, just one? I'm like, oh, more than that. Oh, three? Not not as many as that. You know. <laughs> And so, but Jack Lemmon's like, oh, could you put your, you know, thing on, you know, your, your eye, your, your eye goggles or a sleep yeah, mask. Because he's going to take off his, his, his outer garment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, wow, you're really something. Like, she can't believe. And the way that she looks at him as he's fumbling around, you just can tell that she is kind of falling for him. And no, it's I'm a just, great. I'm just astonished by the fact we haven't actually got to the plot of that. <laughs> <laughs> so much happens in this fucking yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that I thought that was really sweet and and really really cool. Yeah. So now he is now her business manager, pimp. He's the, the king of the pimps too, baby. Right, right, right. Because he, 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 he beat the king yeah. up, and now he's the new king. Well, and it's funny because so I mean, obviously, of the, the way he is, he's not used to this lifestyle. Immediately, he's super jealous. You know, he's, he's like, yes. not okay with oh, this. Oh, she sleeps with other guys. He's trying to. Yeah, for money. That's I mean, how jobs work. I mean, he's <laughs> trying to be okay with it, but he's really not okay with it. And because uh, he's telling her, he's like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But, she mostly tells him about this previous guy from a few years ago. Whatever, yes. Who used to pay her shit tons of money. Like, and then she didn't. Month. Then she didn't have to work that then, much. Yeah, just so like, he's like, yeah, now I, can just be I have an idea. So he borrows money from Mustache. So he dresses up like uh, an English lord. <laughs> Lord X 
and, Lord X. And, Another person with the name X. And holy shit. Yeah. What a fucking podcast we have. Yay. So I lo- actually I really like Jack Lemon's performance as Lord X. Like Oh he god, is he's so, so fucking phenomenal. He's so funny in it. I mean, he's so good it's at- like Chip Chow I'm like Jack wondering and- when is when are they gonna t- reveal to us that she's known the whole time? They don't. They do not. I th- I was you know and it and does not happen. I haven't seen it in a she while. I thought is I thought the she did. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we even have to sleep together. She should have known that. So it's like, no, she oh, wants to play. He wants to play yeah. two handed solitaire. Yeah. Which I'm like, not a thing. Okay, just play solitaire or play a two handed card game. Yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> they're, they're, so that's what they do, and they, they don't sleep together and. And she's like, huh? But the thing is, she gives him the money, and then she has to give it. He has to give it back to to the mustache. But yeah, right. So now he has to go to work. So now he's working at all these jobs at night, like doing meat market and yeah. the food market, without her knowing. Without he, her knowing, he, he, he sneaks out. He, he sneaks out, out like the window, and yeah. I'm like, "There's a door. You live there now. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. love the door." So he sneaks out, <laughs> comes back in, and now he's too tired to actually spend time with her because he was complaining that she didn't spend time with him. So now it's like the other way around. Yeah. And so she, she sees because at one point she yeah. catches him yeah. coming back so in. So she, she thinks he's having a oh, yeah, banger yeah. one of the other girls. Yep, 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 yep. And that that's actually fights pretty funny between oh, yeah, the yeah. two it's ladies. Funny. It's, it's funny. really good. And then there's a scene in the movie where you know where she confronts him. We're and getting there, kinda, everybody. We're getting there. We're yeah. getting. We're moving he, along in the movie. He kind of turns. <laughs> he kind of turns into a jerk. Oh, he's a real. He actually is kind of a dick. And and then he, he hits like, her at one point. He I'm hits like, her at oh, one no. point. And I was like, oh, I wish that scene wasn't. About. I wish that that doesn't need to be in the scene. I, was, I understand it's happening because he's fuck. He literally is I super think tired. He, I, he honestly, hasn't slept in like a month. But I still, honestly, you think, don't need that scene. I honestly think you could have that scene without that. You could you have not. You do not have to have that. She she can still be mad. Yeah, and she doesn't have to. He doesn't have to hit her to make her yeah. mad. She's well, already before that. Super he twists her arm before that too, and I was still like, oh, "What are you doing?" Uh, yeah, you don't so, need that. You don't. He, you, yeah. he can still be mad. Yeah, because he's trying to keep the secret. You just yeah. don't need that. You don't need that shit. It's yeah. Like so. Oh, anyways, it's just yeah. So now Shirley MacLaine's really upset about that, but now he's just like, you know what? He's now jealous of <laughs> of his of, alter ego of. Professor X. And she Lord sleeps X. with him too. She sleeps with the professor. She does. Yeah. So anyway, so he has this thing. I was like, I'm hey, going to kill him. I can't believe he fucked. I can't believe he slept with her. Yeah. Like, that hey. is, that scene itself oh, was That funny. is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, the way he explains it to Because mustache, mustache yeah. is like, he doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's you. Okay. <laughs> he's not a real person. So. Shut up, you moron. <laughs> so, no, I thought that was really funny. And, and uh, so then he's like, I'm going to kill him. So he actually like. Takes all his stuff and the oh, he has an eye patch too. I love the eye patch. Oh, the eye patch. Oh, the eye patch. Up. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like it's and uh, it's some funny it's, stuff. It's uh, movie's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's so so it's then what happens movie. is he takes uh um he takes all of the all his stuff and throws it out. Well, the thing is, the other bad pimp follows him because he was gonna rob the the Lord. He was X. gonna rob Lord because Lord showed a bunch of money because yeah. she didn't take the money yes. this time. So this time the lore, uh, the pimp like hears the water drop and then sees. Well, keep in mind, she thinks she's going yeah. to live with the Lord yeah, yeah, back yeah. in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because he is like Lord of yeah. Westonshire or whatever, whatever. He's a castle, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, well, the pimp like hears this and then sees Jack Lemon walk out. He's like, "You killed him! I'm gonna call the police. Yeah. I know who killed this guy." And so he gets arrested and does time. And then, of course, there's the mustache. He's just like, "Oh, I'm a lawyer." Blah, blah blah blah. That's another story. Oh, that's another running gag with him. He's like, "Oh yeah." He keeps on bringing shit it's, up. It's listed on here. He is. Let's see, an attorney, 
a colonel in the, for, in the foreign <laughs> yeah, legion, yeah, yeah, a doctor yeah. who worked with Albert Schweitzer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, those are only three of the hundreds of things that he has. Oh, done. another thing before we get into, uh, I love how Lord X, uh, Jack Lemon, when he to be British, all he does is he brings up movie stuff. Oh, Mutiny on the Bounty and Lawrence of Arabia and Bridge oh, on the yeah, River Kwai. Well, he says, he's, he's, he just he's, movie stuff all the time. He says, Pip, Pip, Cheerio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's fucking, it's, so anyway, it's so he's in prison. Awesome. There's a great shot in prison, though, when the prison guards are, or the prisoners are like walking. Oh, that shot is oh. amazing. I have it in my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that little panic shot. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. fucking amazing. That's so amazing. I thought that was cool. So then there's they're trying to get him out. So he escapes prison. That and is also a hilarious scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prison escape. Oh, yeah, right because in front of, the of that cop. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> well, and also, too, I guess those bars are made of rubber because he... Oh, oh yeah, he's Superman. And he's, he's, he's got super strength. He is, he's got... He literally just does it because I was, like, wondering. I'm like, how's he going to get out of there? He just brute forces the bars <laughs> open. And I'm like, I mean... Did they put, like, weak bars because they just assume well, you can't get out that window? I guess two hours into this movie, like, whatever, I'm going to accept yeah, it. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> the movie ends on full magic powers, and I'm fine with it. It's, it it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it, is, it gets weird. So then ends up, she's pregnant, he wants out of jail, and, and they're going to get married. Oh, no, she's and not, then she's like, she's pregnant with the Lord's, Lord's kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, uh, I'll raise him anyway. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And then, so it ends up with her getting married and stuff. And, and then it ends, um, well, there's a scene right at the end because... Here's the here's what you well, think, well, no, what on, you think the, is happening. He gets cleared because they go to the scene of the crime and he Jack Lemon dresses up and he gets up out of the water and walks out. And you're like, uh, okay, I don't think that's how that works. Except but, uh, for it, that's not what happened. No, what? Jack Lemon. Oh, it's not there. Exactly. Because at the end of the movie, when you see the <laughs> wedding, you see the Lord X, Was who Jack Lemon, who Jack Lemon created. Yep. Which makes no sense. Also played by, still played by Jack, Jack Lemmon. And then he walks out, and then Lou Jacoby, uh, you know, uh, mustache, looks at the camera. That's another story, and that's the end yep. of the movie. Like Tony Clifton did. Yeah. The, Tony Clifton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tony Clifton was the Andy Kaufman. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, when I first saw this movie, you know, I was just like, I was blown away. I really liked it, and I haven't seen it in a while. Um, I still like the movie. I do think the stuff in the last two-thirds are, are messy. Here's the thing. I think other, it's messy. other than the the, the one the that scene, that really bothered I, me too. Yeah, I was like, oh, and then the and then the weird shit happens, and I'm like, I don't know. The previous movie had stupid weird shit. Yeah, but it wasn't. It, this at least stupid weird shit is there to make the movie complete. Oh yeah. In the previous one, it was there because they needed to add some more shit at the end of the movie. Right, right, right. <laughs> I also think. Bullshit. I also think too. The movie is a, movie. the movie is almost two and a half hours. It's a little long. A little. Bit. I don't know. I was enjoying it. So, I, I, I didn't like it as much as I used to. I'm still giving it a three. I'm going to go three and a half. Well, you like the movie? I really like it. See, I gave it a three and a half when I first saw it, but for some reason, just the stuff at the end, like, he gets up and then the Lord, and and you were you just thought that stuff was funny then. I just crazy. thought it was hilarious. When, because, <laughs> when, I mean, when, when he comes out of the water, I'm like, oh, Jack Lemmon has pulled a, yeah. pulled a miracle out of his yeah, ass yeah, because yeah. nobody knows. Not even fucking Shirley MacLaine knows it's not him. No, right. <laughs> that is the set that they're the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he fucking did it. This is the perfect way to do it. He came out of the water. He's alive, even though they literally had his clothes. He still is wearing the clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't <laughs> make sense because it was fucking magic. So okay? Jack, Jack Lemon is terrific in this movie. Oh, he's, he's so, so good. Shirley MacLaine, terrific. terrific. Lou Jacoby, everyone's really good in the movie. Every role um, in this. You know what's funny? Yeah, even the fucking asshole guy. Oh, did you know really fucking James Conn? Did you see Jimmy Conn in the movie? Was he which was he one of the one of the one of the other pimps? So at the uh, towards Ooh, the end, he wasn't the one the, pimp. Was no, 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 no. <laughs> towards the end of the movie, he doesn't say anything. 
It's just an establishing shot when you see a prostitute walking with a, a sailor and it's James Conn. And they're walking in and they go up to the hotel and then you see Shirley MacLaine walking the other way and that's who you're supposed to look at. So he's oh, just a, he, oh, he he's was, a glorified he's, extra. He's not the sailor who got distracted by the baseball No, game. That was a different guy. Okay. Well, Bill Bixby was in there. He was... Bill Bixby's in two of these movies, by the way. What? He's in Under the Yum Yum Tree as well. He's in the very beginning of the what? movie talking to one of the professors, and I, then he's uh, in... I didn't recognize and him. And <laughs> he's in this movie, too, as the tattooed sailor. Oh, that doesn't narrow it down. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, that 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 was him? Yeah. He ripped the third up because that he's was, like, oh, you... She told me about you and it was Bixby. a different guy. That was Bill Bixby? He's, so he's, Holy shit, I didn't know that what? was Bill Bixby. He's in two movies on this podcast now with Bill Bixby. Well, he's part of the list. <laughs> he is part of the list. I enjoy... This is really weird because I'm a big Billy Wilder fan. And what I think... so. What Billy Wilder is really known for is his wacky um, and clever scripts. I don't think he gets enough credit as a visual filmmaker. Oh. I love his, I love him as a visual storyteller. And this movie is full of great shots, wonderful cinematography, just great blocking. I just love his visual style and and his writing. His writing is terrific. I do think it gets a little muddled, and I didn't really like the slapping stuff. So that's why I'm not liking that's it as the much as I used it's not to. Four stars. But this it's a th- four star movie to me. Okay, Except without for that, that fucking scene. Yeah, I wish. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Really knock you down. But it's it's a strong three, and it's super fun. And I I I think the first half is stronger than the second. Really? Yeah. I didn't hate the first half. I thought the second half was wow. Half. I mean, that's because I just fucking loved it. <laughs> Absolutely fucking no, loved it. No, it. it's it's a fun movie, and I highly recommend watching it. It's, yes, it's, it's really good. And I guarantee, if you did watch it, even after our story of telling you what happened, we missed a bunch of shit. Yeah, <laughs> there's too much going on in this fucking. Well, movie. And, and what's really interesting too. So, um, okay, so that's our six movies. My weirdly, my favorite movie. It's weird. Herbal LaDuce is the best film 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 movie for me. It's the best directed yes. film. Oh, I see. You're I saying, think, yeah. but for me, I en- I laugh and enjoy the Yum Yum Tree a little more. Okay, for me, but because I reckon, but I recognize Herbal LaDuce is a is a better made film. Okay. but I laughed more in the Yum Yum under the Yum Yum Tree, and it didn't have a lot of muddled stuff going on. I think everything kind of made sense. Uh, it's it's shorter. It is more tight. You're yeah. right. It has that. Although my. At the end of the Yum Yum Tree, where he ends up, I think he slept with what's her face, the the ex girlfriend. They didn't make it. I don't think they. I don't think. He, I don't think he, he did. certainly. He certainly thinks so. Had, and like, they were in that bedroom all night. That was a so funny I'm scene, like, actually. But I'm yeah. like, what? What happened? I mean, when she came out of there, I'm like, oh, perfect. No, you're right. I think Irma Deuce is. It's your favorite. Movie. Movie. I like yeah, them yeah. both. I yeah, like I like them both, them both too. And but it's yeah, yeah. odd how different Jack Lemmon is in both, in, in both movies. He yeah. plays three roles. Yeah, <laughs> because he's both the face in this. He's really two different people in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jack, yeah, Jack Lemmon's really good. So. For me, best movie, I'm going to put the um, Under the Yum Tree. You're giving it to Irma LaDuce. I'm giving it to Irma LaDuce. Yes. And the, Although, weirdly, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, X. X is, if Irma LaDuce didn't blow me away, it would be I'm, just gonna say, I'm so glad you liked movie. it. I'm so X glad you liked really it. X is really fucking good. It's weirdly the only two movies I had. Well, I guess I'd probably seen three movies. Actually, I've seen half of these movies, but <laughs> I only saw only, two. Yeah. Only the vaguest of memories of any of them. I, I'm mostly just assuming I've seen a, Incredible Journey. Because it was on TV. <laughs> I, I have no. I didn't remember a fucking thing about that movie. Okay, like best lead actor. It's got to be Jack Lemon. It's Lemon. But I'm like, which but movie? I don't good? know. He's 
really. I'll, I'll probably give it to Aaron Lewis. It's got to be Aaron Lewis because yeah, yeah, he yeah. plays both. Yep. he plays them both. So I'll good. give it to but that. I'll just, I'm just going to give it to him and not mention which. Movie. You know, I was actually thinking about that too. I'm like, is that cheating? Cheating, cheating is fun. I mean, Shirley <laughs> MacLaine's probably best actress too. Probably. Uh, let me see. Yeah. What's her face and Wheelie Views is okay. But she's good, but no, she was playing. No, it's the cat. It's the cat in Incredible Journey. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was a that was a male though. Did they say? Yeah, they said they're all males. Fuck. No, no, I was watching. You could tell one of those dogs was not a dog. Yeah, but it's one, of them, had, one of them had full dog dick, and the other one did not have a dog dick, okay? Supporting actor. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, I had this. Paul Lynn, maybe? But I really like John. Nope, John Aston. We always, we always, I love John Aston it in that, that movie. I love, John Aston cracked me up in, in Wheeler Dealers. It, uh, out of all these movies, I've never heard of Wheeler Dealers. I had never, never heard of it. Never heard of that movie. Never. It's, it's a... With, the reason is because it's, it's just another fucking movie. So, and like I said, it's not my least favorite of the episode. However, uh, Heavens Above is probably my least favorite. But we, but it's the most. I think Heavens Above is more memorable than Wheeler Dealers. Yes, but I like it Wheeler is. Dealers I more. Like, here's the thing: is Wheeler Dealers was a was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, but only because I just assumed. I didn't. I didn't. I had no idea. Right, right, right. The biggest Heaven's Above was my biggest disappointment mm. because Peter Sellers movie, and then I'm like, what? Have, what the fuck just happened to that movie? Supporting, it really, it really supporting can't. actress. I'm gonna give well, it. Supporting actor is uh, is mustache. Oh, look at you go. Okay, that it's makes mustache. sense. That's who it is. supporting actress for me. I'm giving it to Edie Adams as Irene. Like I loved her in Under the Yum Yum Tree. Yeah, so that's she's... that's for me. That's wow. that. Or Imogen Coco. She was good too. Is the maid. And the I think it's gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Irene. Irene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edie Adams. That makes She's sense. really good. But I love Paul Lind in that movie too. Yeah, I Paul Lind was great. I want to see more he's, Paul Lind. I mean, he stuff. just got showed up by mustache. <laughs> oh yeah, Luchi Gobi's great. Goodness. That's good. Yeah, this was a. Actually, I didn't hate any of these. Well, you I, heavens I above, you're at her heart. I, I was torn. I was my lowest was a two and a half. I was confused about Wheeler Dealers and Heavens Above. I'm like, I don't know my fucking ratings on these. Yeah, I honestly couldn't tell you if I like them or not. That's <laughs> the whole problem. Yeah, this was a this was a fun episode. I, I enjoyed watching and under the yum yum tree. I was pleasantly surprised how good that was. So. It was. Was, I had heard of it. That's yeah. all. I had just heard the words before. But I and it's by... I never mentioned the director. It. David Swift was it's the one of those things. Yeah. That's the reason I like going in with no knowledge. Mm. Because when it's something like that, I'm like... Sometimes, it doesn't matter if you went in. You, you know how a movie's going to end. Yeah. I'm like... I didn't know how that was. I don't know how the movie's going to end. Are they going to break up? I don't... I was Is Jack Lemmon going to end up with someone? Is he going to reform? Was, I was positive she, he wasn't going to end up with her. I thought he But I reform. didn't know if the marriage was going to work. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was worried he was going to get reformed, or was he going to be reformed? Like, what was the... Like, there was a, I guess I hadn't even thought of that, but you're right. Yeah. There was a chance. I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't even try. All right. So that was our episode, and uh, our, uh, our sympathies go out to the Kennedy family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 that, that happened... What, what, what happened, Austin? What are you talking about? Uh, Kennedy was shot this day, then. Oh, my God. Who did President it? President Kennedy. Who, who did it? Um, it's a conspiracy. No one knows who done it. I know who did it. <laughs> It was me. Oh. Remember when I told everybody I did it? Oh, yeah. I killed him. <laughs> I killed him. Yeah. I was going after that other Kennedy guy. You. Oh. And I fucked up. <laughs> I thought you were wearing a hat, so I couldn't tell it was you. Were you were too distracted by those yum-yums. <laughs> oh, God. I tell you, it was so, much, so many yum-yums. <laughs> so, yes, we forgot to mention. Yeah. We tried to find the movie oh. that Oswald was captured in. Yes. On that day is called War is Hell. War is Hell. It was an Audie Murphy film. Oh, it was. 
it was a couple years old, and it was obviously oh. only in Dallas and after on theater. I want to look at it. If we had movie. traveled to Dallas, we could have seen it. We might have been in there. Oh, Audie Murphy. He was just the narrator. He was just narrator, yes. American but he's the War film. Name in there because you know any of those I don't know names. anybody in that movie. <laughs> Except during the Korean War. Oh, really? It's not a World War II war. Yeah. Movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. This is the second feature of a double bill from Russia with Love. Interesting. Oh, wow. We could have seen both those movies. War is Hell and the... Yeah, weird. It's oh, they, that's it. So, Cry, oh, Cry of Battle is the other one, but it was probably during War is Hell. So, he, it was a double feature of War is Hell and Cry of Battle we when he was arrested. We could have seen that double feature. If we went we to Dallas. might have been slightly interrupted during the Oh, my movie. God. That would have been crazy <laughs> if we actually went to Dallas to see that. Holy shit. Oh, well, that would have been... That's what I'm saying. The time machine now has to... We have to get displaced. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Set that up, Austin. <laughs> yeah, Set that up. That'd be crazy. Okay, so then we can go to, like, other cities. Okay. At least once. Well, that was <laughs> it for uh, the podcast. Um, until next time, I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. Yay. Murderer of JFK. <laughs> And we'll I'll, I'll never be caught. I used a fucking time machine, asshole. Woo! All right. 2023. <laughs> I traveled to the future to get away with it. All right. Awesome. Well, we'll see you next time. You do it different. That's fine. Doing it different every time. It's called takes. It's, you're doing different takes. We'll use the good take <laughs> at the end of the entire series. Yay. <laughs> Probably not. No. Okay. Well, we're going to work. We'll have a boat amongst <laughs> all the friends, all the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On which time you said it best. Yay! Okay, uh, goodbye! Bye-bye!